Always a pleasure to have a great independent journalist. She's the, uh, the editor-in-chief over at UncoverDC.com. It's Tracy Beast. Tracy, how are you? Good to see you. I'm great. Good to be here, Joe. How are you? I- I'm living the dream. Always great to have you. And I always feel stupid because I have you, for some reason, the day after I do a parody. And I know <laughs> that parody would have been that much better had I had little beans in there. And oh. we need to do that soon. It's been a while. Yeah, we will sing together. Stop ducking you know me. It. Stop ducking me. All right. Um, <laughs> I want to get into this story that you're, you've got over at UncoverDC.com. And I am so... Look, Tracy... Look at my face. My face hurts. I'm so over the TSA. Um, uh, the, the Transportation Safety Administration, I think that's what it is, um, they have overstepped every boundary I ever thought anybody could overstep. They're part of the DHS. They they were created after 9-11, and now they're picking and choosing who's going to get a full body pat down, who's a bad person, who's a good person, who should fly, who shouldn't fly. And now you've got a story that really, really just grabbed me by the ear. They can yeah. label me a domestic terrorist anytime they feel like it? Oh, yeah, they can label anyone they want a domestic terrorist, apparently. Actually, this act came from good friend of ours, uh, Kyle Serafin. Good guy. Um, yeah, he's fantastic, who also heard on, on Dan Bongino the same story. The gist of it is this. The TSA, um, after after January 6th, right. ended up – this. I'll start from the beginning. This man was an air marshal at a very high level with a top-secret security clearance, right? His wife, he goes into work and his wife had booked a flight up to, you know, New York or somewhere to go to a funeral. He goes into work and he sees that his wife is listed on the domestic terror list. Okay. He's for like, for well, no reason. She is this. He, well, obviously he's confused as anything and says, right. well, what is going on here? You know, why is my wife on the domestic terror list? And asks his supervisor, and they say, you have to just let it play out. There's nothing that we're going to be able to do. Just let it. And he goes, well, what does that even mean? After a bunch of back and forth and stuff like that, they figure out what it is. She flew into D.C. Okay. Sometime between January 5th and January 7th. Okay. And apparently, after some digging, Stop it. everybody that flew into no. D.C. between those two days in that time period was labeled that way. So if you had a, of, wait a second. If you had a business meeting in DC on January fifth or seventh. Yep. And you had nothing to do with any sort of a gathering, protest, riot, whatever you want to call it, you're still on the on the list just for a certain amount of time and then you'll what go you'll go off the list? They can't do that. They, no, no, they, they cannot do that. That's absolutely correct. In fact, Senator Ron Johnson got involved with this and sent a letter down to um, the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, et cetera, trying to figure out what actually is going on here. And, and you know, even the the husband really escalated this because she he he was saying, look, I have a top secret security clearance, right? You're listing my wife as a domestic terrorist. Wow. While I hold the top secret security clearance. If that were true and you really believed that, I'm the very definition of an insider threat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, how do I retain my clearance? How do I continue working here? How do I continue doing my duties if my wife is a domestic terrorist? They even went to the FBI to see if there had ever been an investigation opened into his wife. No, there wasn't. All of the, she was nowhere near the Capitol that day. She, she has Uber. She has hotel receipts. She has all kinds of stuff to prove it. But it didn't matter. They slapped that label on her anyway. And he knew what that meant at the air marshals. It meant that she, she was going to be followed around by air marshals on the plane in the airport, eavesdropping on her conversations, documenting what they wore. And he was responsible for assigning the team that would do that work. 
Tracy, I've, I've got to I've got to ask you a couple of questions here. First of all, I was going to ask if she was at the Capitol or anywhere near. You said no, she wasn't there for that at all. She wasn't part of that at all. Thank you for clearing that up. Mm-hmm. The second question is, when did we decide to not utilize the Constitution anymore? Because again, I know I'm just a dumb guy on the radio, but the Fourth Amendment clearly says they cannot do this. They a can't surveil you and find out where you were if you flew into D.C. between the fifth and the seventh with no warrant, no reason, no probable cause. They can't track an American and take away their privacy and their ability to freely roam. They can't do any of that. And then to add you to a list yeah. that further surveils you and takes away your freedoms when you did nothing wrong. That you've got to have a judge involved. There's got to be probable cause. There's got to be a warrant. How did they do this? Because the airlines have no problem giving over information and the banks have no problem giving over information and the social media companies have no problem giving over information. And like I've said a gazillion times before, corporate fascism, Joe, they contact these large corporations, say, hey, we're going to need a list of everybody who flew in or out of this airport at this time. And the corporations don't protect your rights either. They say, sure, here you go. Here's, you know, and all they, the calls they, that were made. They can clearly say, no, I'm not going to give it to you. Make they them could. get a judge involved. Make them get a warrant. Make them have probable cause. And then through the legal, you know, mechanisms, force them to give up the list. And then everybody in that list should be notified immediately. So did this yep. woman even know that she was on the list? No. Come on. No, she didn't. And and a lot of people wouldn't. They may know when they get to the airport, because I don't know if you've ever seen anyone who's had this problem, because I, I know people who have. Some people that have names that are similar to people who are on their terrorist watch list go through this. Like, for example, my grandmother, God rest her soul, had this problem. Um, and she would go to the, the airport to check in and they would give her like a special boarding pass with a special marking on it and she'd be subjected to like triple screenings and all kinds of nonsense and there are air marshals on almost every flight right you just don't know who they are because they're plain clothes and they're sitting there for some reason we lost the audio on the interview which doesn't make any sense very very interesting we lost the uh the audio on that interview but i'll have the entire interview posted for sure over on joepags.com you click on watch the interview with uh, Tracy Beans is just that good. And in fact, I'm going to see if I can't pick it up from where we just were. That doesn't make any sense, why the machines would just stop working like that. And um, I definitely want to bring you as much as I can. Probably won't be able to pick it up. And again, for every once in a while, you get a gremlin in the machines and it acts very, very stupid. And uh, Tracy getting into the stuff about Mother's Day is really, really crazy. We want to continue getting into that if we can. I don't know that I can bring you more of it. I'm going to try to, even as we speak, on the fly. You know, I'm a, I'm a broadcast professional. It's how we do it. Uh, we, we're not playing games over here. But uh, what Tracy has to say is very, very important. I want you to watch it in its entirety tonight over on, um, uh, on, uh, on Rumble. And that's where we put all of our interviews. So I'm just going to go about halfway through. And I'm going, to, I'm going to pick it up from there because I think that what she has to say is just that important. It's being awareness or visibility week. So just be careful what you say. I'm by the way, 51 weeks out of the year, I don't I can't see them. But this week, lesbians are very very visible to me. Go ahead. Listen, if you're a lesbian and you want to have a sexual relationship with a woman, by all means enjoy. I don't right. want to know what happens inside your damn bedroom. No, I no. don't care. This week you got to see how visible they are. Just knock it off, beans. All right, so this <laughs> I knew there was going to be an LGBTQXYZ123++ spirit too. I knew there was going to be an angle here. So they're literally their problem is the word mother. If it were yes. birthing person's day, they're cool with it. I mean, I I don't 
I just don't see how this, and it was lots of merchants, dozens of them all at the same time with the same exact wording, with the same exact tone, with the same, someone, Levi, I believe it was actually said Mother's Day is triggering for some. (laughs) Nobody would be here on this earth without their mother. Birthing person, birthing person chest feeder, whatever they want to say. <laughs> what, is, what is that? It, it, it's so it's so extremely dumb. But my problem isn't that there are some fringe lunatics who want to get rid of the word mother or want to say birthing per, uh, people or they think that men can be women and women can be men. They don't really bother me as much as maybe you think they do. What bothers me is the list of merchants that you're talking about that will kowtow and capitulate for fear that this 0.1% of society can somehow tell them how to, how to live and do business. What, this one's Tracy, really gonna, why, why do they do it? This one's going to blow your mind. You tell me after I tell you this one merchant that did it. Are you ready? Yes. Bye-bye, baby. <laughs> well, where'd the baby come from? <laughs> A birthing person. So bye-bye, baby wants to make sure you're not triggered by the use of the word mother, and this has nothing to do with people who lost their mothers. There's nothing. This has there, to do with the LGBTQ stupidity that we're facing. In my strong opinion, yes. I really do not believe for a second, because this has happened before. It wasn't the first year, but it was like a few people here and there, a few companies. It started over in England. It was a couple companies here and there, and then all of a sudden this year, it's like every single brand. is What company do you know that makes money on a holiday is trying to get people not to receive their marketing on that holiday when half the population are women and all of them came from a mother. Right. I, I Listen, I think Mother's Day is actually you make more money off the guys. I think that, you, that men are, are going crazy to take care of their wives and their mothers and everything else. Uh, and, and certainly the mothers benefit by getting the gifts and by getting the flowers and the candy and whatever. But um, and I, this is you're turning off the entirety of society, not just half of it. Well, so, yeah. So, so what, what boggles my mind is we now seem to be coming full circle in this country in that even people who lean left a little bit are going, yeah, Dylan Mulvaney is making fun of, of girls and women. Yes, Leah Thomas is 6'4 and 200 pounds and shouldn't be swimming against women. Yeah, that guy who just beat 14,000 women in the women's marathon in, in, New Engl- in England, in the UK, who's got like ripped body and just like grew his hair out, that, that person should not be taking the trophy from the women. It seems as though we're waking up, even those who lean a little bit left. Is it going to take a while longer, do you think, for corporate America and corporate world to realize that ESG and DEI isn't as important as profit? Only only when they feel something by it. And look, honestly, we had people telling us, OK, enough with the enough with the Bud Light stuff. You know, they donated some money to uh, that is not how you win a culture war. You do right. not win a culture war by giving quarter once you've gotten someplace. You know, we have to we have to speak this way and we have to do it en masse. You know, Ulta Beauty came out the other day with Dylan Mulvaney as their spokesperson. This kid is making making bank at the expense of all of us out here who are still going to the places that he's being showcased. Well, Mac, what, what, what doesn't make sense to me, they couldn't find a woman to do these things. They, it, honestly, I know we've got, we've got what uh, almost 200 million women in the country. We couldn't find one that could have held a Bud Light can or could have held oil of Olay or a tampon box or, or signal. Ulta. I mean, I don't understand what the, Nike had to have a, a, a man showing off a new uh, a new sports bra. Tracy, I'm, I'm listen, I'm not a woman, although some might be confused. You happen to be a woman. Doesn't this insult you 
that you're supposed to react positively to this man just playing a game. He's not, he hasn't done anything other than put some makeup on and grow his hair out. No, it doesn't insult me, and I'll tell you why um, in a second. But they're doing this for a reason. They're trying to destabilize our culture and our society and erase the family. That's the that's the bottom line. It's, yes. It's, it's, a, it's a perverted push to destroy everything that we stand for in morality. And no, it doesn't it doesn't um, insult me only because Dylan Mulvaney will never be a woman. What? Never. He wants to be a woman very, very badly, but nothing that he does will will make him me. Nothing. nothing that he does will give me him the soul that I have. Nothing that he does will give him the uterus that I have. Nothing that he does will allow him to birth a child. So it doesn't insult me. What insults me is that they think we're stupid enough to be insulted, and I'm not. I'm just very, angry at them. <laughs> very, very well said. I made the comparison a long time ago, and more people are starting to do it as well. This is the equivalent of blackface. And, and for those who don't understand the history of blackface, it's true. They were taking opportunities away from black people because they didn't want the black people in the clubs. So they would have a bunch of white guys put black makeup on and pretend in a very generalized way, very stereotypical way to be black performers when the black performers were right outside who could have had the opportunity. This is no different. He is taking opportunities away from actual women and the companies are backing it. Those yeah. companies should all feel the wrath of, of our pocketbooks and our wallets, all of them. They should. And there's nothing more misogynist than a man dressing up like a woman and slapping some lipstick on and, and taking opportunities from women. They run out of victim classes eventually, yeah. Joe. So yeah. I refuse to make myself a victim of anything, and I'm just going to rub it in their face that they'll never be me. I could never, ever see Tracy Beans as a victim, that's for sure. UncoverDC.com. <laughs> Go there, check out this TSA domestic terrorist labeling story. The Mother's Day thing is nuts. Tracy, keep up the great work. I appreciate you. Thanks so much, Joe. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. Apologize about the technical difficulties there. It happens rarely, but when it does happen, I, I have a backup mechanism in place. It took it took a second, but we got it going. Um, the sad part is you probably missed four, four minutes of that interview or three minutes of that interview. And let me fill you in. Again, I just want to outline what Tracy was telling us today. You can go right read this article over on UncoverDC.com. UncoverDC.com. The, um, the TSA has the ability to put anybody they want, I guess, on this terrorist watch list. And they have made the decision, according to this story on UncoverDC.com, that if you flew into or out of Washington, D.C., between the 5th and 7th of January in 2021, you might very well be on this watch list. And here you've got somebody who's got a top-secret clearance whose wife is on the terrorist watch list, and nobody knew anything about it until she went to the airport. It doesn't make any sense. The Fourth Amendment is clear. You cannot surveil somebody. You cannot search somebody's stuff. You cannot follow somebody around. You cannot put somebody on some can't-do-this-free-thing list unless you've got probable cause and a warrant from a judge. It's that clear. And the scariest part of that 
Well, the second scary part, I guess, is that not only can they put you on the list, which they can, that's pretty scary, but these airlines and other companies are just giving up your information. You pay them money to fly from one place to another. You pay for their service. You get the service. I don't know anywhere that says, please feel free to give my personal information to the federal government or the TSA if you feel like it. Now, maybe it's on the back of the ticket somewhere. Maybe it's on the website somewhere. But I don't remember giving up my rights, all of them. I mean, we obviously give up some to go and fly somewhere. Can you imagine how startled and stunned you would be if you were trying to get on a plane you had that happen to you? That entire interview will be up on Rumble tonight, JoePags.com. Click on Watch, and that's where all my videos are. You might have to do a drop-down menu on your mobile device to, to see the word Watch. But you click on that, and you go you go and, and, and watch this entire interview. Because the beginning part of the getting rid of Mother's Day as well is going to blow your mind. There are retailers who make money off of you buying stuff. And a lot of them make a lot of money, millions and millions of dollars, even billions, on Mother's Day every year. And they're literally asking your permission to continue sending you emails about mothers. As if we've got to say birthing people or something. You can't say mothers. I kid you not. And Bye Bye Baby, that actually is about babies that come from mothers. That's one of the companies. You got to check out that entire interview. So I appreciate you hanging out for as long as you did on that one. And we'll circle back to it tonight and have the entire thing. The good news is the actual interview is in great shape. Just something weird in the transmission of it. Let's do some pop culture. Whoop! Hi, Paula. What's happening, brother? So I'm sure you heard today that uh, Jerry Springer passed away. I did. I did not even know that he was sick, was he? Uh, his family said that he, he was dealing or battling a brief illness, but TMZ sources are saying that that uh, it was pancreatic cancer. Oh, wow. He was da- diagnosed with it a few months ago, and then it took a turn this week. No matter if you loved him or hated him, Jerry Springer was the guy that brought tabloid TV and fake reality TV to daytime. And he gets credit for that. People have been lighting him up all day, but I think he gets credit for that. You watch the show, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I saw the show. Sam, did you see the show? No? Okay. We got to run. That is Sam. That is Polo. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Don't forget to stop by the website and go click on watch and see all the interviews and the parodies and everything else. See you later. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Thank <laughs> you.